Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bedall of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's podcast. We're on episode number 37 here, uh, and we're back. We're back to discuss the ways in which uh, the music licensing space is getting more difficult uh, and more competitive and what you can do about it. Uh, It's getting rough out there, folks. Uh, Lots of people competing for attention. The quality bar has gone uh, up. It's gone up considerably. Um, but the good news is is that there is a ton of content being produced every day. It's ridiculous. Uh, more content than ever before. So um, rest assured. More content that needs music is what that's, you're saying, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest assured that if you if there you know if you're qu- creating quality music, then there is a place for your music, um, yep. and that's the good news. So we're going to talk about that a little bit on this episode. But first of all um eric it's been a little bit we've taken a, a slight break from the podcast because yeah. um, things are crazy busy, but busy yeah things are busy yeah. busy uh how's it been going with you man what's what's been going on this last week uh a lot as usual i mean besides the fact that at two o'clock every day i have to take off and go teach and for the rest of the day yeah. um I've been trying to uh just keep the youtube channel kind of flowing a little bit i'm trying to do my best to experiment doing three videos a week. You know me, I like doing That's a lot, man. So I'm doing three video weeks to see how that grows the channel, increases revenue. Uh, subscribers continue to roll in. I'm almost, I'm headed towards 3,500 now. And, um, and then um, that is just, the channel keeps doing well. It's, it's, the ebook has done well. I'm writing a new ebook on how I got into sync and I'm doing lives every Friday. Lives are a really great way to make content because you don't have to make a lot of content. You just talk for an hour and then you're done. <laughs> you know? And my last live mm-hmm. has almost 800 views. That's great. My live that's last like, Friday. That's, like a, that's a good view count for just a regular video. For a live, especially for an hour-long live video, it's pretty, I'm surprised. But uh, I edited it up a little bit. But I like to mix it up and... Um, I've thought about maybe all maybe all I do is lives or maybe all I do is this or that, but I don't know. You when know you say edit it up, do you up. mean you just chop out the beginning? Because like I, I think that the YouTube editor lets you do that, right? Yes, I will go in and I'll do a first few minutes where I'm talking to everybody and I'm checking the audio and making sure it's all working and the picture's working good and everything yeah. sounds good. Yeah. And I'll talk and talk and, and then I have a script. And then I'll wait until start the script at a certain point, and then I'll kind of just do, you know, you know that type of thing. And and then yeah. it, now it takes a day till you can do that because hour long lives have to process over in YouTube, That's right. and so it, I can't really edit that till the next morning. But then I can edit that all out, and then the next when people start seeing that live, it looks like a regular video. It doesn't look like, uh, do I get sound? Hello, everybody here? Who's here? You know, who's in the chat? None of that's yeah. garbage going on. And so it looks like a video to people who are just watching the video. So uh-huh. um, you can do other edits, but you can only do a few at a time or one at a time. And then you have to wait while it processes that edit to do another one. So oh, I think man. YouTube could do a better job at making the, 
the editor more accessible so that you can go in and cut out stuff that you don't want from your lives and stuff like that. But anyway, it works fine. Um, I have been doing a lot of meetings. Uh, I kind of turned clients back on this week. I've had clients off and I was working on a lot of music of my own last week. Um, I've had a lot accepted to Motion Array, about five accepted to Motion Array this month. I still don't think I'm going to get to level four, but I'm hoping for a bonus because I put four songs into one of their song calls. And so I'm hoping that one of those four might uh, earn a bonus. Um, Which one was that? That was the... Uh, the that was the Calypso, Calypso one. Calypso, yeah. I was just looking at that this morning. And um, so anyway, uh, and, and as we may or may not have talked about, I don't even know if we talked about it, because what I talked about on my live is the fact that you can continue to put stuff up there to those, even after they close. They're not closed. That's right, yeah. And so uh, that's how I got those in. Um, Deposit Photos has mostly fulfilled their promise. I don't know if we talked about this even last time, but they had approached me to put all my songs in for me. In other words, all the songs I had uploaded, but I didn't have time to put all their descriptions in. It's just because it never made me any money. They contacted me and said, can we put all the songs you have on Pond 5 in there? Mm -hmm. And I said, sure. They said, you upload them, we will tag them. Now they're, I don't know if they're watching this, but they're not tagging them great. But still, that's not my problem. Uh, and for all it's brought me or all it might bring me, I don't, I don't know. I also yeah. noticed something about Motion Array today, but we'll talk about that maybe when we get into yeah. talk libraries here. Um, I'm like I said, okay, so I already talked about the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I, I I love lives. As far as the music is concerned, I'm, I've signed the country contract with my exclusive library and determining what's next with that library. I'm looking for some new libraries. Um, I hope to find some new exclusive, non-exclusive libraries like Crucial Music and places like that. Um, totally. And I'm pitching a lot of albums right now to different libraries, but I'm going to talk non-exclusive versus exclusive live tomorrow on the channel and want to straighten out my thoughts there. People are like, you sound like you're kind of down on exclusive libraries. We can talk about that a little today. I'm not. It's just, um, it, you know, I, I think that... Uh, I think that I'd, I'd like to have a big non-exclusive catalog that I could do anything I want with. I could yeah. put anywhere, even on Motion Array. Like this week when I had those songs that worked in the Calypso, I want to be able to put them on Motion Array. They could yeah. make me money right away. For sure. So um, I've actually pulled them out of my exclusive library and put them, uh, and, and now keep now they're non-exclusive so I can anybody can use them. And I've already pitched them to a library out in California that likes to have my music on file. And so... Uh, yeah, I, I just think, especially my personal music, stuff that I might release to Spotify or my jazz or my piano, I want to keep all that non-exclusive. But yeah. I think I still think there's a place for exclusive, but we'll talk about that as we go on here. So, Sweet. That's what I've been up to. Not really making a lot of music necessarily, as much as I'd like, just because I'm doing all these other things. But uh, there's... It's always tough, so many hours. you know? We, all, we both get down when we're not writing uh, as much music as, we, as we'd like to be. <laughs> Um, and uh, we're I, finishing it up. You know, a lot of times we've yeah. written stuff already, but there's no time to, to like finalize it to wrap it up. Oh man, totally. Um, yeah. Well, I've been in the midst of just like I don't know. I got I, I'm going out of town like every weekend um, recently, so I only have like three or four days in the week to di to get everything that I need to get done. I usually work a little bit on weekends. Like usually Sunday is my Monday, right? So, uh -huh. um, and I take Saturdays off. 
Um, because you're in Canada, right? So <laughs> it's like, I don't know if it's a Canadian <laughs> thing, but it's uh, yeah. Sunday, I, I should I should take Sundays off. That's the sabbatical, right? But uh, for some reason, I like to just get started on Sunday. But it's usually with the, the stuff that's fun. Like I don't I try not to stress myself on on Sunday. I like work, so I don't really think of it as as that Same. stressful. Um, but yeah, I got a wedding gigs uh, going on right now. I got one. I got to go play this weekend out. Um, uh, about six hours away from here um so we're leaving to do that trip first thing tomorrow morning uh, i gotta run a bunch of tunes today i'm running way behind we have rehearsal tonight and i'm not prepared for it um mm-hmm. then a, ne- a festival the next weekend afterwards so another long trip um everywhere's a long trip here in canada by the way you know it's like <laughs> it's not like the states where you can drive three three hours and get to the next city it's like yeah. six hour drives minimum um i think the festival is like a 10 hour drive um oh. so yeah, other than that, I got three songs in the queue for Motion Array, uh, which I'm stoked about. They're all really uh, good. Like, I, I work real hard, real hard on all of them. And my strategy right now is to kind of try to get them in, um, get them approved for the beginning of the month. Um, yep. But the queue seems to be moving faster. So I think I may have jumped the gun, actually. Like, I gave it two weeks um, in advance. When it says 2,400, like you're 2,400 in the queue. Yeah. It seems like they actually matriculate in about 1,200. In yeah. other words, you don't have to wait all the way down to one. No, I know, or, I know, and I, and it's like it's it's coming close to twelve hundred now, and I think that like it's about like it moves at about a hundred a day or so. I think maybe yeah. a bit more. So um, they might get approved before September, which would be I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like take them out and resubmit them, but yeah. um, anyway, I got three in the queue. That's a lot for me um, to have three in the queue. Yeah. Um, so I'm stoked for that. I had a really good payout from them last month, as as we chatted about, and I. I bought myself a little present. I bought a new desk, um, which I can't nice. really show you right now, but it's one nice of these desks that like that you can press a button and it goes up so I can stand up Ooh. for a while. Um, uh-huh. I really am all about not sitting down. For, you can stand up and play guitar and record. That's that's exactly it, yeah. Um, I don't like just sitting down for like extended periods of time. I just get restless. So now, how is this month on Motion Ray? Same or just? Or oh no, okay? it's not. It's not quite as good. It's like I'm at level six, uh, but it's not. Uh, it's not near, nearly as good as last month. Last month was like level insane. six means you're doing okay. I'm yes. not even <clears throat> likely going to get to level four. I don't think this month. So yeah, um, I can't complain. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. I think it's leftovers from last month, mm-hmm. but. Um, Something I was going to say before I forget, it's just me or are we are we seeing less motion array originals? Yeah, oh, that's been that way for a while. Yeah. Um they they almost completely disappeared for a while. Maybe they took our our videos. Uh, I wonder what's uh, up with that. They, they listened to that. I I don't see them as much in especially in the uh suggested ones that they suggest. I don't see right? um the originals there anymore. And so maybe they got a lot of feedback that that that's that was, I always felt it was a little self-serving for them to put their own songs and suggest their own songs uh, up front. And so it seems like that has, I, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, I have I, no idea where, where they've gone, if they are still there, if you still, I still see them now, Yeah. Um, but not as many for sure. It's a curious and, thing. Yeah, and it's, and yeah. I can't help but think that it's good for, for the authors, you know, who, are, who, are, who need the money. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's also, just... they sent out an email, was it yesterday, about they were changing something about their descriptions and things like that. But as it comes, oh, yeah. I think that after an email today, it's only for graphics and th- video. I saw that like email, that. yeah. That looks like they're, uh, 
yeah, they're making a few changes about the graphic stuff. But um, and that's the other thing we don't think about with motion array enough. Yeah, is the fact that same with deposit photos, same with um, a lot of these Envato elements. I bet music is not in the top three of what people go there for. In other words. I think oh, it's they're going the there three. more. But you, you can tell because it's... It, oh, that's they, right. It's, it's about second, right? It's second. I think it's I think it's the it's the graphic stuff. It's like the... Um, Do they show the, that uh, information the anymore? Like and, the percentage and, of... I don't think they show the percentages anymore. Do I they? don't think like they, they show they the percentages. To? Or maybe they do in that little like... It's like a circle graph now. I'd have to go check it out. But, oh, yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I yeah. think it's I think it's number two. I, I could be wrong, but I think it's number two because I think that, yeah, the graphics, the animation and graphic stuff is huge. That's really, really popular. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I'd have to check on in on that again. Um, yeah, other news uh, got... I finally finished these tracks I've been working on for Artlist. Like this, these like folk tracks we're working on have taken me so much time to finish. Like I just really, just really went to town on these, and they, they were difficult, man. They were difficult to get the mix right. I don't know why. Yeah, these were these are what Artlist or these are your Artlist Originals, Originals project. Yeah, it's yeah. like my latest brief with them. Just like basically like really high energy folk, um, with vocals, which added yeah. an extra dimension of kind of like difficulty of it, within it. So. Um, yeah, I really struggled with those mixes, but I, I put a lot of time into them. I just sent them the third round of uh, revisions, so we'll see what they say about that. Um, man, yeah, I got two interviews in the queue for YouTube, uh, one with Dave Croft and another with uh, one of the members of the Academy who finally got into Motion Array after um, yes, three, three awesome. tries. Alex. Yeah, Alex. Fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to put that out there. He's such an awesome dude. We had such a great yeah. chat. Um, Really, really inspiring conversation. I think people are really going to enjoy that. Um, what else new? August is hip hop month, so I'm uh, yeah, I'm starting to receive submissions from the academy members for the challenge, um, and they're as always just sounding so awesome, like amazing what people are coming up with. I did a pri- I actually had time to do a private live composing stream yesterday, um, where I wrote a hip hop track in about two and a half hours or so. Um, had some technical difficulties. It stopped. OBS stopped working on me uh, midstream, so uh, it was a bit wow. janky. But um, I finally, yeah, I got it done, and uh, it was it was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's it for me, pretty much. As soon as we we wrap up this uh, this podcast, I uh, I got to get to running these tunes, and that's going to take me forever. Um, I got so we um, have a bunch of requests from the from the bride and groom, and I got to I got to figure all that out so it's a long day ahead of me <laughs> as a motion array update i'm looking at the top marketplace yeah. downloads you're right uh, actually music is the highest one at 20 percent. oh is it the highest okay i wonder but if it was always like that it's only 20 percent of that means 80 percent of what people are going for there is not music that's that's the point i was trying to make is oh, that we yeah. think that yeah. motion array is a place where Everybody goes for music. Yeah. Well, only 20% of the people are, are downloading music there. 80% are downloading Pro, Premiere Pro templates, stock video, After Effects templates. Stock video, that's right, yeah. Uh, stock motion graphics, sound effects, all sorts of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was going to so, say sound effects is something you got to factor in there because it's kind of in the music we, sound category. We need to realize that I, we think of this only in terms of how much money can we make there with our music. But that's only a, a, a small percentage of each of these sites. I don't know if Pond Five does other Pond Five does other things other than music. So I'd love to know what their breakdown is. Yeah, you know, I, I would imagine it's similar. I mean, I, I know so many videographers who source uh, like you know uh, auxiliary 
footage from from pond five i think it's big for for footage yeah. same so. with photographers mm -hmm. and all that in in envato and i know i only use envato for photos and for video right stock video so um as a as a user so yeah, something interesting to think about. We it, in the stock world, we think, oh, why aren't we getting more sales? Well, maybe because only twenty percent of the people are going there for music that are going to that site. So, <laughs> out of that twenty percent, then you have to be in the top percentage of the twenty percent, which is yeah. a very small percentage, really. It's, so it is small, yeah. So, how do you want to start this? What's what's our what's our well? Our let's talk focus about the here. ways in which license space is getting harder. I don't want this to be um, a cynical conversation. Um, but it is the truth. And, and it might be kind of like, uh, you may take one position, position on this and I might take another because I'm for not sure. sure that I agree that it's really getting any harder. Okay, well that's for great. Except for stock. So let's, let's, you go ahead and start. Where, how do you see it on, where do you wanna start? Exclusive, non-exclusive? Well let's, let's just start? like, I think we've, we've covered this so we don't really have to talk about this that much, but I think the first, that the first aspect of this conversation would have to be that the quality standard has gone up. Um, yes. And we have to talk about like why that is, because it, it is interesting. And I think the, it, the way I see it is because it's the develop, the, it, the, I think the probably the primary reason is that is, is the development of like sample libraries, like really sophisticated sample libraries um, and samples like, you know, like splice, um, companies like that, um, where it's, it's become, I think overall much more accessible to create like really high quality music. So like, I think it's, um, you know, we don't need access to, to like fancy studios or like big, you know, like expensive microphones and, uh, like good quality recording environments and stuff like everything has become much more accessible. So that being the case, um, you know, it's quite easy to create something that sounds decent yep. um so would you would you agree with that i think that's probably the reason why you know we're in the world that i we live would in. the downside of that is that people are using stuff and um, i had a student come up to me the other day and he said i can't believe it i tried to put something that i wrote up on soundcloud mm -hmm. and soundcloud told me that i was i was uh using music that belonged to someone else oh crazy and what? so they showed me who it was and they went to listen yeah and it's because both bozos had pulled the same loop over in logic and basically <laughs> used the whole loop as their almost their whole song and and the That's guy funny. who he quote unquote ripped it off from was just the first one to upload it to yeah. the soundcloud and so i think the the <laughs> The level, and I just got off a conversation with a longtime client who was showing me stuff that he's made with things like Easy Keys and an Easy Drummer. Yeah, I use Easy Drummer, but one thing I never use in Easy Drummer is the patterns. I play Easy Drummer sounds. I use it as a sound source only. Mm -hmm. But he was using patterns that it has with it to make drum patterns, and and same thing with the keys, using that as a patterns for the keys. And I think. Um, those those things can sound kind of crummy. Mm -hmm. uh, they can sound kind of fakey. And we're in a hard enough time with AI becoming a threatening thing uh, that if your stuff sounds at all robotic, it all sounds like it was made by a machine, uh, it, it all sounds like, and or you're only using samples that anybody else can use, then the quality is, is not very creative mm -hmm. and it's not, um, new and you, you think about Motion Array or or or, or Pond Five or whoever, especially those Motion Array and people and artists who really uh, curate very much harder than some other places. 
-hmm. they they probably hear these same things all the time you know and they're like uh another one of those there's that sample again oh that or there's that loop again that could not be more true man i mean and that was the case when i worked at um at the label like you know at the electronic label because i would i that's where i started to hear all these samples this is something yeah. i mentioned in that video i did on youtube uh, last my last video about using samples in your work i started to notice that the submissions that we were getting were all using the same samples i'm like holy holy cow like everyone is using splice and everyone's using these same sp- samples and yeah. um you know and and the the head that's why i don't like, use the any of them anymore don't use them anymore the head of the label would you know would catch some some samples that i you know i was i was like really i never heard that one before he knew everything like you know because he's a producer too so he knew all of them he's just like yeah yeah like i know i know where that came from and i was like man everyone is using this stuff um yeah, yeah i mean there we are really obliged to like you know use these samples creatively and not uh, and, we, and this is yeah this is the situation man a lot of people using them mm-hmm. um Another thing is, and like, and something to discuss is just the is the sheer amount, the volume of people creating music. I think because, and this is tied into the accessibility factor as well as the fact that um, it's so easy to um, to make music now. Is you got so many people doing it. Um, to me, this isn't really that problematic uh, because I still think that there's this, you know, this extra percentage, you know, of of where you need to be uh, in order to kind of cut through the mold and when and when once you're you're at that level i think you're going to get people's attention um despite the fact that there's this like there's this feeling of like mega saturation and and i think that everyone in the uh, in the stock music space feels that i mean there's just so many submissions um i but think I there's think, definitely two places that you can blame for that yeah covid covid would be one covid where everybody was in live gigs dried up you probably may yeah. not have gotten into stock as much as you did because of if COVID had not come along and shut down live stuff because you oh. were busy live. You're busy live oh. now. You're getting busy live again now. Yeah, undoubtedly. Um, yeah. And so that you had to find another income source. You had to make Artlist. And and if Artlist hadn't worked, if Motion Array hadn't worked for you, you'd be in a world of hurt or at least more hurt right now. You know, I mean, you've also got clients. And so all of that kind of goes together. But I think that COVID is one. The second one mm-hmm. is all these, I've used this word before, but I'm gonna use it again, goofballs who have these YouTube <laughs> channels who tell everybody, you can make stock music, you can make music income, you can uh, you know, produce music, just watch our music production videos and our music videos and, our, and, the, and the Daniels and the Jessies, and they encourage more and more people to join the rat race. <laughs> And join and and saturate the market. And there are people who will ask them, "Isn't the market getting saturated?" And we say, "Nah, it's not getting saturated because there's so many shows that need music." And so everybody continues to jump in with all kinds of levels of quality, from terrible to great. And uh, it 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 has it has made it more it tougher for the libraries to to keep up, um, you know and Probably it's changed what Audio Jungle is. Audio Jungle didn't close until 2021. So Audio, they closed after uh, maybe a deluge from, uh, from, from 2020. Remember how long that queue was for a while with Audio that Jungle? Was a, it used it was a month or something. I mean, it's so crazy. It's actually it comical was... thinking about it. And, and I really like, I hate to say it, but I don't think they're ever going to open back up. Nah. 
nah, they're not. I don't think so. I mean, I, they, I don't even think they're getting as many sales anymore there, and they're concentrating on elements. It doesn't make any sense. I think Pond5 will eventually start to go that way. I'm starting to see more, well, not more, but I'm starting to see more, if not daily, at least weekly, uh, subscription money. And they, now they list the, your subscriptions money underneath how much you've made for that month. And, and even though I haven't made that much, it's like three something, three dollars and something. And 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 it's showing it's showing you in real time what your subscriptions. And I think over time that's going to become a subscription service in some ways. Well, um, I think so. I, I strangely had a bunch of um, Palm Five sales recently, but uh, going back to the, the the original thing, it's like yes, we're all aware of the of the saturation issue. Um, I think that it applies to more than just the music, you know, uh, licensing industry. And there's, it's, we got, you know, almost, we got 8 billion people in the world here. A lot of people doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you're writing, you know, original, uh, if you have great ideas, great music, great idea, ideas, man, they find their way. They find their way yeah. through the mess to the top. Mm-hmm. That's always been my philosophy. I've never been stressed about the oversaturation aspect um of good it. stuff still gets through this Cream good stuff rises. still gets through man for sure um but y- some you people, are you are I, right I've in heard saying that, that some people <clears throat> make even a thousand to two thousand a month with stock music it's i've a, heard that it's a rumor <laughs> <laughs> and the rumors may be make true two or three hundred a month or if that <laughs> you know so um i think that it just depends on and, and now i approach it completely differently than you do and and so do I, and have other people approach it differently than us. But yeah, it's it's still about quality, and quality gets through every time in all of these things that we're going to talk about. I don't care if it's Spotify. I don't care if it's live music. Totally. Quality always finds its way uh, totally. through through the mess. So. Yeah. Well, like, and I think you made an important point there um, in saying that that if that libraries are having a tough time keeping up with the amount of submissions that they get I mean that's that's kind of the problem right I mean it's like they have to listen to submissions at whatever quality level that they get I mean so I think that maybe actually yeah I mean, you know I mean in, in terms of the exclusive um, side of things like the more the smaller you know more like a, a niche um, production TV libraries and kind of things. I mean, they're running on uh, like a very small, st- you, you know, usually have very small staffs. Um, it, it could, library could be run by one or two people in some cases. Um, and yep. they're and they're probably, you know, looking at a mountain of submissions, you know, well, and, how, think, and how did they get through them? And I think I think that probably likely in a lot of cases, they get recommendations to, to check uh, some people's work because you cannot keep up with the amount of submissions that are happening. I think exclusive really hasn't changed as much. I think that probably has like exclusive libraries for TV and film, sync stuff. I think that's always been hard and always been long and always involved a bit of luck getting your email through and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's always a long process. This is where I don't think it's gotten harder on that end. I think it's, it's, if you're trying to, I don't care if you're if you're not using libraries. If you're trying to just approach music supervisors and all that kind of stuff, that might be harder than it ever was. But it probably was never super easy. It's never been super easy to get a music publishing contract if, if no, you it's have never me- been easy, mediocre no. music or 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 even if you have good music. Um, you have to have. I think we talked about this in, in one of our last episodes. You have to have really really good quality recordings, and not many people have that. And mm-hmm. great songs, and a lot of them. 
Um, and you have to continue to find new libraries to pitch to, but I think exclusive. Um, I'm, I'm seeing that I'm in the strange spot in that, that I've, there's a few other people. I talked to Steven Tallamy on a recent video, mm-hmm. uh, that just released yesterday and he's in the same spot. He's, he's in a few libraries, but waiting for stuff to really get used to the point where he sees backend. And I am too. I've had some uses. I've, I see some tune set things. I see some shows using stuff. And that's only going to increase as this country album hits and more albums hit. I, I've got to get more in there, uh, especially to the libraries that are working the songs pretty hard or, or the, the companies that are. But I think exclusive, I'm not sure that's really changed through all this. I think there might be more people trying it, maybe. But eventually those people will quit because they won't have luck and they'll move on. I know some people who've done that with stock. They put five songs up to Pond 5 and go, oh, nothing's happening. So I guess I'm going to quit now. People, we see yeah. those all the we time, see it all the time. on our true. Discord. Well, here, well, here's an interesting thought. There's a little story. Um, so you, you let me know what you think about this. I just going to have um, a cup of tea and drink while you tell the story. <laughs> let me tell you a little story. Um, short story. So <laughs> I was contacted directly by a music supervisor uh, just last week. And this gentleman said that he had discovered my music on Artlist and he wanted some extra publishing information um, uh, because he wanted to use this track for a television show uh, for the cool. Hallmark Channel in nice. the States. So uh, those of you who are not in the state, I, I, I don't know if, how much Hallmark gets broadcast throughout of the world, but it's like, how would you describe Hallmark? It's kind of like a family, kind of romantic PG, movies, PG yeah. family movies. Yeah, TV, but they, they get they shows. get a ton of reruns. You know, they're they, they're played constantly throughout the holidays. Um, I think that they're a good source of. of I think pe- they have channels on YouTube too that you can go and watch. Hallmark has its own YouTube channel that probably. plays a lot of its movies through the holidays and stuff. So yeah, probably yeah. So anyway, this <clears throat> this uh, this music supervisor got in touch with me, asked me. Um, you know, you wanted to, to, to sync the track. And I mean, I won't go into all the, all the details, but the, the, uh, the, the interesting thing about the experience was that I, I got to thinking, it's like, you know, I, it, w- it was a confirmation of something that I already knew to be true, which is that, um, the royalty free market is starting to make significant inroads into the, into the TV and, and sync business. Um, that's not a surprise considering the, the, the level of curation that's going on at Artlist. It's just so good. And, and so many people know about it at this point. It's really dominating um, the, the, the space so, so much so that, that you know, music supervisors are going to it to look for music to sync to television. And the, the question is really is, is how does the future of that, how does the future of like the exclusive TV and sync production library business look when you have these like you know massive uh, force to be reckoned with libraries like artless that are kind of encroaching in on that space that's that's sort of something to ponder and i wonder if there is um, a concern on the part of some of these you know smaller boutique libraries that um they're getting you know uh they, they have more competition on the horizon getting for one beaten thing. by the mid-tiers yeah maybe yeah i mean i I don't think that they're going away don't get me wrong i don't think it's like it's like some of these exclusive like say for example the one that dave works for they have long-standing contracts with like you know um cbs or, or whatever the sports channels and stuff and like i said there's so much content artless can't serve everybody they can't do everything right. um right. but but i still think that you know um 
it must be kind of yeah a little bit scary for for some of these exclusive tv production libraries to see that happening and i wonder if it's kind of affecting their bottom line because um mm -hmm. you know i i mean the 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 the, the deal that you're getting with Artless is that it's just like there's there's it's like a no hassle use. It's like here, take it, no, no like restrictions on the license or nothing. Just go for it, you know. So put it on Spotify if you want. Yeah, that, right? yeah. So that's that's something I I, I was well, really wondering. Kind of getting back to what I was saying at the beginning and earlier in my thing. I, that's why I would prefer to have more non-exclusive type uses like that, where I know it's not a perpetuity deal. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not like also freaked out about perpetuity like I have a lot of things in in my BMG library that are in perpetuity doesn't freak me out to think oh I'll never get to use this song again and I have other libraries where I have stuff that's not perpetuity it's you know I get them back in a few years or whatever if I want them but mm -hmm. um, I, I also see that you know uh, there's way more people playing the game trying to get to music supervisors trying to get to sync agents and things like that I don't do that game you and I don't do that just because there we don't have time uh that to, to do all that that amount of networking um we barely have enough time to feed the libraries that we are associated with now and 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 teach and do things like that mm -hmm. but this is why i think that uh and i don't i don't want to discourage people from licensing you know at all with this video but i i think this is why i do a channel called make music income not make music licensing because i think you've got to focus on I think only focusing on licensing may become unwise in the future, especially if you're in it for years and you're not seeing that much success. I think sitting in that for five years um, may, without trying other things like maximizing your Spotify channel, mm -hmm. maximizing your live uh, potential, music potential, uh, producing other, other artists and, and, and working for clients, teaching having channels and all the other ways that you could make music income sheet music i did a video about that recently all these things if you can do them you should be doing them uh, there's a video coming up about if i release a song here are all the things i want to do with that song it's not just about putting an emotion array i mean that's one of the things but all yeah. it goes to a lot of places hopefully that can make music uh income and i think uh i, I i'm not sure you might be right about stock music getting harder. I'm not sure exclusive is any harder than it's always been. You still have to, like you said, either get in or somebody get you in or suggest you get in. And then there's that whole process, though, of waiting till you make any money on that and or getting lucky enough for the music supervisor to call you. Did you did you say if you're going to do it or not? Yeah, it's getting synced. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. I... I I think that yeah, what you're what you're saying is that the licensing space is, is or the strategy of, of music licensing is one that requires a, is a it requires a ton of patience, um, and it's a long game. So I think that in 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 light of that, it's really important to sort of have uh, other things going on uh, while you're uh, you're working on that long term strategy. You know, whether it be for back end royalties, which you know just take a long time to to accumulate, as we all know. Um, and but you it, and I are perfect examples of this this particular thing we're talking about. Yeah. We both are working on multiple incomes while we do licensing. Right. And it's, yeah, it's fun to report about licensing on our channels because that's what a lot of people want to know about because maybe that's the only thing part-time people who are in music are doing is they're just doing stock because they don't they have another job and that they just make some music and they're getting their feet wet or whatever or they are full-time 
trailer makers or whatever and they're and they're doing that and they they focus on that but mm -hmm. i think almost everybody else including us someone who has you someone who has a lot of uh, uh good income from the art list uh, companies uh, and someone like me who has a, a modicum of success but also have a lot of other big incomes from, in music you know I, I, that's why i'm just so I, I i whether it's getting harder or not you better have other incomes yeah and uh and and i just of course that's what i'm going to preach just because of my channel but um i i don't think exclusive has changed other than continue to work it hard i don't think stock i do think stock has changed i agree with you i've watched just from my time in it i've only been in stock for almost two years now and i've seen it change <laughs> crazy you know and you've been in it much longer than that and you've seen a, a, a much a much bigger change and it's Dr just going to continue changes. to change it's never ending that's one reason why we have channels is to talk about the changes sometimes in those things so yeah uh, i yeah, well, I think you're right. I mean, it's like think you you got to diversify, and we, we talk about that all the time. Um, mm -hmm. You got you've got to figure out a way to make money that while you wait for uh, music licensing to start working out for you. I mean, it did, it's not like it happened overnight for me. It took you know a long time to get to where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, and I think above that, like you know, just to, to to wrap this up, I would say it's like it's always quality over quantity. I mean, it's always I'm I'm gonna say it again and again. You know, it's like get out of that loop zone. Get out of like leaning on those. Uh, it, those logic loops or those, uh, the, the splice stuff, you know, like find ways to, to get really in, uh, inventive and creative with uh, your samples, um, find ways to get an edge in terms of like the, 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 the stuff that you're making, you know, whether that mean, whether that means uh, doing something like, you know, using your own uh, special talents, like maybe you're a great singer or something like that, like put it on, put, you know, put it on those tracks, find yeah. a way to use your special advantage uh, and put it on the tracks. And then, something that you talk about all the time which is uh collaborate with people you know get out there and find like a great singer to work with and that can be free sometimes just because the person totally wants to. totally so it doesn't have to be expensive even though i i will tend to spend money on players and stuff like that it doesn't have to be same here so. yeah and it, it doesn't have to be super expensive no like uh, i have someone who's who uh who's a great singer here uh she helps me with my vocal tracks um, you know, I pay her usually like a two hundred dollars to to come in and like do a full day, uh, not a full day, but like you know a solid recording session. Uh, sometimes that's like you know four or five hours of just you know just getting some vocal tracks. Dude, two hundred dollars is nothing for yeah. for that. I mean, and she just likes doing. Especially it. She, if she's you're kind of friend. paying her for uh, work for hire, where she's not going to make any more money on this, no matter what happens with the track, right? You're you're employing her as work for hire, most times. I cut it. It depends on the on the track, I, but it, depending on the on like how uh, involved she is on the writing end. Usually, she's not in. Well, uh, she's cutting. on the writing. She's end, on the writing different. end. Then, then there's there's you know different deals that we structure in terms yeah, of like how how we split sense. the um you know the the, the any kind of like future revenue from uh, royalties and stuff like that. But uh, no, generally it's work it's work for hire, right? So like I have exactly what I need uh, her, her to do, and she'll come in and, and she'll and she'll deliver it. Um, uh, no, no creativity required on her end. Um, so yeah, it, it depends though. But we we split uh, we split deals, um, and we've actually split licensing money uh, income before because uh, yeah, I do um, that with some of my clients too. Yeah, I I would say as my last word on this, you've just got to do what we always talk about, and that is pump out the music. Quantity you do need quantity, but they also have to be quality. 
because you've got to cut through all the all the noise and mm-hmm. all the other people uploading to you see how long it took one artist to get into one library much less get songs accepted there you, I mean that's just the first battle is to get accepted by a library and then you've got to get songs in it and then you've got to wait for money to be made from all of that so yeah. it's a very very long game yeah it, it might be getting harder in the stock world because the stock is just stocks are volatile I'm not sure if you've heard that before but um, you know it's, it's a like volatile <laughs> it's a volatile business and uh, the stock market so to speak is uh, uh, not that was a subtle call out to my ebook which now get at makemusicincome.com. But um, the <laughs> stock market is volatile, and so you have to have a lot going on there. You have to have quality that stands out, cuts through, gets accepted, and gets used, and gets you calls like you got this week. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing uh, can't happen if you don't put great stuff out there um, and as much as you can. Uh, one of the biggest things I continue to get is people saying, well, I've got five songs. And now, there, I will say that on other channels, there are people saying that if you have five songs, that's all you need to start getting into sync and TV just because you can send five songs to a music library and they'll say, oh, you're so talented, we want to sign you up. And they make that sound like you can start making lots of money with sync and TV placements with five songs. And they don't mean that, but they mean... But it, some of these things get warped. Some of the stuff about licensing gets warped. Ah, oh, Stevie's making all this money. I've got to be able to make that much money. Or Eric's got accepted by these exclusive libraries, so I must be able to get ex- accepted by them. So the, our video messages get warped. We're trying to give you experiences and tell you about stuff, not that it's super easy. So just do this, and, and all this stuff will happen to you, even if you do have tons of songs and tons of quality. You still may not have success. It's, it's a, it's, it is hard. But it's harder if you don't put much good quality music out. <laughs> yeah, well, we, cer- we certainly don't want to be on record here saying that it's easy. Nothing, nothing in the music no. business is easy. Uh, that's that's the reality, and we're here to motivate you to work harder. That's yeah. uh, that's that's our plan, and uh, yeah, we don't want to sugarcoat anything. Um, but um, you know, you work hard and you, you put the time in, and, and you will see results. And I'll do a little shameless plug of my own if you if you do want to uh, learn how to level up the quality of your of your music please come check out the production music academy you just had a breakthrough you just you just posted a a number you want to announce that oh yeah i got i got more than 100 uh, members in the academy i think i got 106 now um which is which is amazing i'm like i don't know if you know but i saw it i thought i read it said a thousand oh (laughs) i wish it was a thousand i don't know if i'd be able to keep up with what was what kind of post was it was it on Instagram instagram or was it Check Instagram, it, because I think it. I thought it, does it said not a thousand. Say a thousand. Oh my god! Okay, it, I hope it, not. That would be. Uh, it would be great, I was but like, I wouldn't be able wow, to keep up with all the submissions. Can you I mean, imagine? I thought that in my head. I thought, wow, <laughs> how did he get up to a thousand already? I just was in there the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Uh, no, I. I, I can't and imagine I how fact. long the live streams would be if I was showcasing <laughs> all that music. I love the I, fact that when you go into the, I'm part of your thing, but I love the fact that Dave is also part of it. Yeah, that Daniel yeah. is also part of it. At I least know. tangentially, they may not, we may not be in there like like submitting things all the time. Yeah, but yeah, we're, yeah. There's more people than just Steve in there. There's me and other uh, people who are on channels that you know. So the whole crew's in you there. Need to, you need to, all the, uh, 
the superstars. You need to get uh, Clint I, in there. That's I need to get Clint to and Jesse, uh, Jesse in there. Jesse, and then I got boy, the whole crew. Those two. You'd have all the <laughs> the crew. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with a name for, for the thing. I, I've been trying to figure a way to get Dave and I have been talking about a way to get us all together and have oh, a big yeah. like chat you like know, a sometime. Full, uh, like a, the big, council. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And just get us all in there talking. Oh, man. We can get Jesse yes. and Daniel. That would be the hardest ones to get in there. But uh, yeah, 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 totally. Cool, cool. man. Cool, well, Great I talk. hope this has been helpful to everybody. Um, it's been fun to talk Indeed. about. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, write your thoughts below, as always. I'd uh, love to hear from you. Let, let us know yeah, if you think it's it. getting... We'll mix it up on the premiere of this whenever... Are you going to premiere this? Or you think I'll have time maybe Monday? Yeah, that's a good you, idea. We'll, I haven't done a premiere in a while. That we'll have be, a lot of good nice. conversations. Kind of like doing a live where we can talk about that. So uh, it's, it's good to do. I'm that. on the road coming back from the gig on Monday, but... Any time during the day, I think. I think I could, I could probably, hopefully, maybe I'll just, uh, I'll channel in on my iPhone on the, on the ride back. I'm hoping to release a video at 11 a.m. that day. Oh, That's okay. That's pretty big, just so you know, uh, time-wise. So if you want to do, okay. afternoon works better for you than whatever. Okay, roger that. Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hope this Cheers, helped guys. in some way. Yeah. And we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B Production Music Academy and Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.